the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they make you grim or glower from one week to see the tower we are it's all been done the podcast he's a villain with no one to harm it's my co-host evan fell far from the tree paid the cost Woo-hoo! it's my co-host saker what is the cost to pay to fall far from a tree oh we're mixing actually metaphors. you kind of want to fall far from the tree if you're a fucking seed or a nut or something, right? Uh, because yeah. Because you don't want to grow up like because right next your to parent the... will kill you. Yeah, that's true. Like you want to get eaten by a squirrel or you taken be and tasty. buried. Yeah, you want to be far. You want to be in some fucking field somewhere. Why? I know there's a reason. I know there is, and I okay. know you know it. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Why are jalapenos hot? Because you want creatures to eat you. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't know. No, they don't. Well, I, yeah, I don't. I think jalapenos are hot because they don't want to get eaten. What? That doesn't make any sense. Because you don't want to. Because if you're not eaten, you just fall and then you dissolve and then you're by the original plant. But you don't want that. You want to spread your wealth. Well, it depends on. I don't know how jalapeno seeds are. Are they like the ones that pass through your digestive system? And uh, yeah, you ever pooped out a jalapeno seed? I mean, are they intact? I think so. I don't know, man. I don't know. I have diarrhea all the time. I have the galloping trot, so everything is intact when it comes out of me. Gotta aerate that. Yeah, I do. Aerate my butthole. I I have an oscillating fan that I just put in my butthole about two and a half hours a day. Nice, the anal fan. Uh, The anal fan, that's right. Um, The exhaust port on the Death Star, that's what I call it. Yeah, I go for a little trench run. Oh, yeah. Five. Disgusting. (laughs) Took a zero second. five parsecs in the bathroom just now. Jesus Christ. Kessel run at the toilet. <laughs> oh, we're so funny. Ooh, oh, we're back, baby. Oh, no, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> From the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, god damn it. It's all fucked up with Wookiees. It's very Bob Odenkirk from Mr. Show. Oh. That sort of energy. God damn it. So he always had like getting angry at David Cross. I don't, I don't know. think I've ever seen Mr. Show. Wow. I think I missed it. Like, I don't think I. Dude. And, and I'm not being, like, fucking over-exaggerated for the podcast. It would be one of your favorite shows. We need to watch some. Okay. I would love to watch Mr. Show with you. I feel like it's uh, it might be too dated for me now. No, I think a lo- most of it holds up. Well, except for Jay Johnston, who was arrested in the January 6th protest. Okay. <laughs> protest, riot. Um, uh, insurrection. Insurrection. Thank you. Couldn't think of the word. He is a central part of the show, but... He was also part of Bob's Burgers, and that turned out okay. So yeah, he was. Jay Johnson was just there to entertain the proto, the, the rioters, the insurrectionists. He was doing a little they, soft shoe routine. So like, I guess that's the thing. Okay, so they need to be fed. They need to be entertained, right? Yeah. So let's say they they get a catering company to come and cater their insurrection. Okay. Are the caterers responsible? Because they're just businessmen trying to do their job. This like, is do they, that, do they get do they get carted away? This is that clerk's argument, right? Like there were independent contractors on that Death Star who probably died, right? I don't know. I mean, are you? Are, are, oh, so is your argument like the Nazis were just following orders? No, uh, but the people who were like catering. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Rudolph's catering. Yeah, no, I think they are responsible. Like if you, you got to know what so, event. Okay, you show know, up. You got to make that. You show money. up, and they're like, they're like, we're gonna do a peaceful protest. Okay, we want it catered. And you're like, fine, okay, that's fine. There. I, I'm a little bit right of center. I don't completely agree with your politics, but I respect sure. your right to have them. You get there with your there's van. scale in the walls. You're, you're, and there's, <laughs> there's guns going off. Like, 
What's your responsibility there? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you fucking pack it up and go I home. Mean, you took the deposit, though. Uh, huh? Well, you keep the deposit. They're all going to get arrested. You're fine. You, nobody's going to sue you in small claims. You're okay. <laughs> guy gets fucking, uh, what's his name? The shaman, the oh, January uh, 6th Q, shaman. Q shaman, yeah. Get, Q shaman gets out and sues you because uh, <laughs> he didn't get his vegan fucking jalapeno poppers. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. But what? All right, let's add another twist to this, right? This is the order that's going to save your business. Your business is going under. Oh, this yeah. is a huge fucking order. You're living but out you, of your van. But you know that they are insurrectionists. <laughs> do you do it? I mean, do you ca- do you cater the KKK rally? Do you, do you cater? cater? The- <laughs> <laughs> I hate that that happened I to mean, me just now. Okay, yeah, your, fam- your family's your, your one house payment away from getting kicked out. You're <laughs> yes. the street. I mean, you kind of have to, right? Do you? Do Who's you gonna sacrifice blame you? your morals for you have to you have to you like you because it's not your I mean it's not your responsibility like you're responsible for your family right you're responsible for these people like yeah you have to you have to sometimes you have to fucking this is I mean, the if most it's just, if it's just me and it's the difference between like, me being out on the street I don't do it brother this is the most privileged shit we've ever said because neither of us have been in this scenario there are people who are working for companies they hate yeah every day I mean, because I've, they have to I've done that worked for a company I hated but to, not because you needed to. Mommy and daddy would have bailed you out. I mean, I could have gone home and lived with little my mom. Yeah. Robert Dickon and Susanna Dickon could have just fucking little happy and poppy Dickon could have just <laughs> scooped you up out of that mess. Yeah. I mean, I did have a social, but that would be, it would be very bad to move back in with my parents at that time. Why? What about fun? <laughs> Great time. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> uh, why? When did you, so it was before you were, uh, it was after graduate school. But okay, what I, were you doing? What did you hate? I was working at a bank call center bank, escalation okay. specialist. Oh, oh, so yeah, you were constantly telling people, no, I'm sorry, we have to take your house away. Yeah, so when somebody asked for a manager, I was the one they went to. Oh my God. To yell at. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. It was fucking brutal. Yeah, oh, that's a, that'll being, take a toll. Just being told, like, yeah. Uh, I had a woman tell me that she hoped I lost a child. Oh my. I hope, I hope you lose a child. God. Yeah. Does it happen? Because I wouldn't refund her $25 overdraft fee Jesus or something. Jesus Christ. I couldn't, I couldn't refund it. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't that you wouldn't. Yeah. Did you ever pull I, some strings? I tried to. Okay. I mean, but, but like, it's all fucking, you're invigilated, right? So the system watches you 24-7. Damn. So. Wow. Yeah. Sad. It fucking sucks. Yeah. You ever hear about those guys at Facebook who are responsible for looking through all the content? Oh, and it just uh, it, it just radicalizes them. It makes your brain smooth <laughs> until you can think no more thoughts except I hate the world and I want to die. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds uh, sounds like a fucking nightmare. I don't think any job where you're like, I don't know, just dealing with the worst aspects of humanity, yeah. people at their worst. That's just I don't know, not good. Not good. That's you know why we what? need robot cops. You're right. We need we need cops. We need minority reports going on. We need yes. get them before they robot do cops the thing. who do not have any judgment. They just take out and I'm sure that they wouldn't be programmed in with any prejudgment no, either. Absolutely would not. The algorithm is perfect. Yes, absolutely. Um, they couldn't do a worse job. You know what makes they me could. laugh about the algorithm? It's when like right wing senators post shit on Twitter like these fucking ads are are how do we get the and it's always like uh put this dragon ass dildo up your butt for only ten dollars and they don't realize that ads are based on their search history <laughs> they're always like what in the world how look what this world is coming to my wish offering me this. seven bad dragon a, <laughs> yeah. a six pack of bad dragons <laughs> those always make me laugh the algorithm is good sometimes it gets you it gets you it gets you oh but do you think um, the cons- their conservative base understands that the algorithms 
advertisements are based on your search history? Uh, no, it's always a uh, fucking uh, leftist who calls them on it and then their tweet is immediately deleted. Ah, I feel like that's nice, how it goes nice. because they're all too stupid to use the internet. Yeah. I just watched a documentary about uh, how the right co-opted um, Pepe the Frog, Matt uh-huh. Fury's creation from uh-huh. Boys Club. Uh-huh. So actually, I think a lot of the right or at least the young uh, sort of uh, not even the right, just the like fucking nihilists <laughs> uh, are good at the internet because they were able to co-op something like and the, make it theirs. Like the 4chan, 8chan yes, fucking people. The channers. Yeah, the chan, Channing Tatums. The, the Tatums of the world. The Tatums potato of men world. of the world. Uh, yeah. Well, that's depressing. Why do we do this? What happened? What? what? I, I don't know how we got down this fucking <laughs> rabbit hole. This fucking Q, this fucking Q hole. <laughs> really? We went down the Q hole so hard. So has, is QAnon, is there anything anything in the entire um like has q has q ever been right about anything or is there anything that q has ever said that is agreeable oh because i know a lot with like the the mra stuff like they start with like a reasonable thing sure like they come in like hey you know like the fucking patriarchy is bad for everybody like they come with like a reasonable thing like men aren't asked to do this like that sort of stuff or women do this and then, sure. then then they start to like radicalize you sure but like yeah, so there's ostensibly some overlap, and I feel like that has to. Q has said enough stuff. Yeah, that there has to be something that like they're like, you know what? Fucking Jack in the Box has the best hamburgers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that? that. That was a Q prophecy yeah. that came out of Q's mouth. Um, I don't know how to. Fu- All I want is a list of Q prophecies. Wait, just I, I, just search. Is Q ever been right okay. about anything? Okay, okay, okay. Ready? Here we go. Has Q ever been right? Um, I can't. I can't. Just a reference to Star Trek. Have Q. any of Q's predictions ever come true? Here we go. Here we go. Um, <laughs> no. Next question. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. No. None of them. Not okay. not a single one. Well, that's good. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's like a very doomsday cult scenario where it's like the world will end on January 11th. 2025 and that yeah. comes and goes and they're like oh actually that was a test you know what uh I, they should be doing is there they should s- be queuing they <laughs> there are some like fucking freaks out there who will tweet like 700 different per like bugs bunny will be in smash brothers and then they d- delete all the tweets that- de- yes and that would be a smart thing for q to do because then they could point to it and be like we told you the whole time. Look at this. This is from 2020, and we said it. That's like the the magician James Randi. You know him? Like he was famous for like exposing frauds and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, every day for like 30 years, he wrote. Um, I took an index card. and wrote, "I am the magician James Randi. I will die on January 11th, 1972." Uh huh. And then the next day, "I am the magician James Randi, and I will die on January 12th, 1972." And he just put it in his wallet. Oh my god! And I predicted this. That would have been the best fucking way to go out. Yeah. Holy shit! What a genius move. Wow. I love that. Um, I love that for him. I love that for him, and I love it for us. And you know what else I love? This week's song. I mean, we've clearly lost the thread of this conversation, <laughs> so let's get on to... Wait, what's this song called? This song is called Clearly Lost, and if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. If it was up to me Take the whole thing back Before the opening credits roll we just fade to black There'd be no leading man 
Ebo. Here's a quack sample. What if it was like just Daffy Duck singing this one? Like, <laughs> is that where I'm at right now? <laughs> What's your it's best? more like Murder Face from Death Clock. What's your best Donald? Give me your best Donald. <laughs> I love that no one can do Donald on command. <laughs> Let me try. Um, I can't wait to go to Savannah, Georgia. That was pretty good. That was a good one. Okay. You want to try one more time for me? Are you good? All right. All right. Uh, cle- <laughs> clearly lost. Um... Oh, boy, oh, boy. Should we do the track by track? No, let's not do that first this time. <laughs> okay, all right, whatever. All I right, mean, it's well, obviously what, obvious what he's talking about, but like... Well, I absolutely <laughs> did not think it was obvious what he was talking about. Really? I thought it was completely... I think the track by track actually betrays the message of the song here. Did you think this was just like the obligatory apology to Natalie Herbert uh, song? Well, I thought... I said, let's spin the wheel and play the game. Is this a Natalie song or a Steve song, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. So, yeah, we've got, I mean, this is clearly an apology song, mm-hmm. right? Like, I fucked up, I'm sorry, and, you know, I wish you'd take me back and kiss me on straight on the mouth. And so it's hard to tell if it's a Steve song or a Natalie song. Um, the It's a song that's just fucking chock-a-block with metaphors, right? It's just all about, you know, and the metaphors are solid, the lyrics are kind of creative and fun. Yeah, they're fine. The lyrics I, are solid. Like, but despite all that, this is still Ed singing about Ed. Ed's experience in being Ed. And it's a fundamentally... I, feel, I felt like it was a fundamentally boring song overall for me. Yeah. Just the... Musically, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Lyrically, I mean, he, he has some like flourishes, but I think that we've heard this song 20 times before. Yes. Yes, just the generic. And we've heard it three times on this album. An apology song? No, just, I'm 50 years old. I live backstage. Sure. We made some mistakes. I think he said the word mistake. I, I want to get lobotomized like Phineas Gage. I might put, I might make a word cloud, shove all the lyrics from this album into, and I wonder oh, that's how, not a bad idea. how big the word mistakes would be. Well, uh, probably you'll get one of Kevin's uh, fucking choruses <laughs> yeah. that he repeats 37 tower times is going yeah. to be the biggest fucking see the tower <laughs> see the top jesus christ twin towers oh, oh, what, exactly if, right. what if the word cloud like predicted 9-11 <laughs> oh okay it's got like uh mujahideen is the biggest <laughs> word on the word cloud wait predicted 9-11 this album came out last year <laughs> I didn't say which. I am 9/11. a magician, Ed. I think that 9-11 will happen on September 11th. Obviously, I mean 9-11, 2027. I couldn't think of Ed's last name, and I still can't. Robertson. Robertson. I kept waiting to say Helms. I couldn't think of anyone but Ed Helms. He's the only Ed that I was you in mean my Egg brain. Egg Helms. Egg Helms. That's right. Did you watch Auntie Donna's Coffee Cafe? No. Okay, the sequel series. Was it good? I didn't watch it either. Right. That's why I wondered. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll never know. Um, this, uh, so so yeah, so it, it's an apology. Well, I'm going to talk about what he says it's about. Because what Ed... You just can't stay I away can't from the track stay, by well, track. Because I think this one is very much about death of the author, right? Okay, okay. Because the, uh, Ed goes like, this song is about 
And then he pauses for a really, really long time. You know what I mean? And then he says, ostensibly, that this song is about a band. (laughs) Which is... That can't possibly be true. He says, we may look like we have it together, but we've stumbled our way here. Don't try to follow in our footsteps. This song is not about don't... Hey, you know, uh, uh, the chorus is don't follow me, I'm clearly lost. But, like, it's less about that and more about here are the litany of ways I fucked up, right? Don't follow me, I'm clearly lost. Fell far from the tree, paid the cost. A tiny seed I don't think the song is meant to be a warning. I think the song is meant to be a confessional, right? I think he is doing the song a disservice by saying, this song is meant to be a warning to all y'all out there trying to start a band. Then he talks about his son's band. And Lyle, like, little Lyle Robertson. Yeah, how they've got the They chops. got the music, they got the energy, they got the song, they got the performance chop, they got the work ethic. Yes. All they need is just a little bit of nepotism to <laughs> get them off the ground. Yeah, you think Ed would be able, hey, how about you open for Bare Naked Ladies next last summer on Earth? That'll do her. I don't know. But he doesn't want his son to come with him on tour because then he'll see all the fucking coke that Ed does. Oh, and all the... What do you think the hardest drug each Bare Naked Lady member has oh, done? Oh my God, okay. Ty has smoked crack yeah. that he found on the ground. <laughs> it was not even like purchased. It was he was scavenging for it. Kev probably um cancer drugs. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Jim has concocted something in his lab. Oh, Jim makes his own. That will make you fucked up. Spoke. It will make you think that you are a leopard. But <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have a name. Uh, he's calling it Ratatat. <laughs> it's very strange. And probably uh, um, a high gravity beer. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. He's like, "What's this? Twelve percent? Oh wow! <laughs> I better, I better take this one slow." <laughs> okay, because he's the dadliest dad. Yeah. And then Stephen Page, of course, is cocaine. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't like. He keeps coming back in the talk in the track by track. He keeps coming back to the band thing. Like, you know, if you're a band and you're out there and blah. But the song is about relationships. The song is not about a band. So I think in the track by track, he's actually just fucking avoiding saying what the song is about. He's like spinning this uh, web of like, okay. oh, this song is actually about yeah. a band. But I think that's a lie. I mean, that makes sense because he's like, don't follow me. I'm clearly lost. I mean, you're not. you may not know how you got there, Ed. You're not lost. But you're not fucking. He's like sitting there fucking in front of like the the, the Disney princess castle, yeah. like fucking having the time of his life. And he's like sitting there like, oh, don't, 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 don't go where I'm going. Fucking asshole. Absolutely not like, lost. He's not lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're lucky. Clearly lucky. I don't know. I was too drunk to remember how I got here. But fuck, this is great. Because I had private drivers all day. I was yeah. just drinking. Right? I don't yeah. know. I'm lost. Like, no, bud. You're I lucky. had that one high gravity beer. And, oh, man. Oh, suddenly I'm kissing Sleeping Beauty. Right? So, like, I don't know. It's, it seems unlikely that this is about a band, right? Um, Ty, in the fucking track by track, goes, goes like, well, three songs have the same theme. And he says, yeah, 50 for a while. What do we need? And this song, right? So... When is it a thematic album, and when is it just self-plagiarization, right? Yeah, I feel like this song in particular feels a lot like What Do We Need to Me. Yeah, yes. It's got the same sort of like walking, exa- same sort of walking bass, same sort of like country guitar riff. Yes. And I feel like you could port, I mean, probably even the same chords, like you could port the lyrics of this to What Do We Need and vice versa. It feels probably. Like. Yeah, they're both 4-4 four, four songs. I'm sure it's, uh, yeah. Um, But, uh, man, I... Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this song just it's it's the same theme and but that's it's good. It's good to have a theme for your album. But it's also boring 
if you're not exploring different facets of that theme, which I don't think they're doing. Yeah, I think that if they wanted to do a themed album, they should have called it out, right? Yes. They should have called it out in the name. Yes. In the, um, like, fucking cover art. Yeah. Like Instead, it, we just have this fucking boardwalk. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I think that, that it was too scattershot because I don't think they, I don't know, I don't think they wanted to do a themed album, but it just kind of got that way because that's what's on their mind, right? If the album was called Too Old, I hate that song. But, like, to have a song called Too Old on the album Too Old, and the fucking cover art of the album is just, like, them in a nursing home surrounded by old people, like, with their fucking 3 p.m. dinner in front of them, watching Golden Girls on the TV, like, that would have been a fun... I would have liked the album more, because I would have yeah. understood it immediately what was going to happen. understood it. Yeah. In, what does in-flight even mean? Even the tour de force had, like, okay, we were going to go on tour... And then it was a big detour because COVID happened. Like, that has meaning to it. Maybe in-flight is a reference to their life. And they're still flying in the sky because Ed likes planes. Maybe that? I'm almost sure that that's the case. It's meaningless. But yeah, it's... It, I don't know. I don't know what to say about in-flight. It yeah. sucks. Like, that... that ah, it's there's fine. no theming to it. It's fine. Oh, there's just the... the theme. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, okay. the whole... I don't know, because I'm trying to think of this album as a whole. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I, they they knew. They knew there was a theme. I mean, Ty calls it out here. But does, he also kind of seems surprised by it. He's like, wait a second. There are three songs that are kind of like this, aren't there? So maybe it did surprise him in the moment. Yeah. God, maybe nobody fucking tells them anything. And they're too blind. I mean, they've been in, they're in deep, man. They're so, 30 years into a chart-topping music career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Some, I'm surprised they, they have this much, like, for, they're able to think. Yeah. Surprised they got themselves into Fortnite this late in the game. Oh, man. You know Tyler's all scrabbling around <laughs> down there, down to the basements, like, assembling, like, guns and stuff. This is the Emperor's new clothes, right? I mean, these this, somebody needs to tell them they're naked. Well, also, bare naked. The thing is, like, it's not the Emperor's new clothes because they're not emperors. Yeah, you're right. This is the middle manager's new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. The Chamberlain's new corsets. <laughs> um... In the track by track, I want to call it. Kev looks like he's fucking hung over his shit. He's just sitting there, like arms crossed with his fucking sun- <laughs> his sunglasses like, on, like his old person sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah, he was so high on cancer drugs. He was <laughs> on chemo on chemo. Yeah, on chemo. He still does it. He got addicted to it. <laughs> I just like feeling bad. <laughs> um, the first... when my body feels bad, my heart feels good. <laughs> <laughs> the first lyric to the first verse is. I'd love a do-over, right? And again, this is where the track-by-track track betrays. Yeah. Because he's not talking. This, he's saying like, we did it, don't follow our steps. But then if the first line you're saying is like, I want to do it again because I fucked up, right? They didn't, you're, just what you said, right? They didn't fuck up. They got here. They did it because they were lucky, they but nobody wants a do-over by getting mistakes. lucky. Yeah. Right? If it was up to me, Take the whole thing back. I, I want to do it this time, but this time I want to work hard to do it. I want to be like Lyle. I mean, yeah, you always look like you always. There are always things you you know you can do better, right? Yes, but, but this they know they couldn't do better. Right? They did it because they got lucky. Right. We're on the same page. I'm just I know. angry okay. that Ed is lying in the track by track. Yeah, he keeps like looking away. <laughs> he's real evasive. And he keeps like tapping on the table. And I realized <laughs> it was Morse code. And he's saying, help me, help me. Sure. Like, it just, that kind of sucks. It sucks that he is uh, not being truthful with his friends. Us. Us. His sexy little sluts. <laughs> I wish he his would. His biggest supporters. Yeah. His biggest detractors. <laughs> um, 
could be, what is taking so long? He said, we're going to take this long. Like, what? what is he, he's successful, he's seemingly happy, so what do you think is going on in his life that's just not happening for him? What's taking this long? Specter of death, he wants to be gone by now. (laughs) He did say, can we please stop this? I mean. I would be dead at 23. Do you think he's inviting, is this like a self-flagellate, not self-flagellating, but like a, uh, uh, scared of success. Erotic. Yes. Like he's finally saying like someone please cancel me. I want to I want to die. I want my career to be over and I can't do it cuz I'm locked into this contract. So the only way, why is it taking so long for my my shit to come to light? I want to quit. I just think this is a nothing song. I feel like there's so much in here. I don't know. It just feels I mean there's it feels very superficial to me. He's got some he's got some nice turns of it's the language is nice. Right. But ultimately, it's nothing we haven't seen before, and it doesn't add or complicate the oeuvre. But I think it does complicate the okay, oeuvre, my friend. Please, I think it does complicate. Break it out for <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I think it complicates the oeuvre because I think that this feels like a classic Brandon and Lady song. In that they are not giving us the whole story, and there's holes in the story and room for speculation. Whereas in previous songs, he was fucking spelling it out. Mm-hmm. Here's what's happening in my life, and here's why I don't like it, or here's why whatever. But in this, he's like. There's something there. I mean, you said looming specter and now that phrase is stuck in my head, but there's something wrong in what's happening here. Like, he's like, why is it taking so long? And we as the viewer are like, what the fuck are you talking about, bud? Like, I, I didn't think it was clear at all what okay. he was talking about. Okay. A tiny seed trying to live through the frost. Why does it take so long? Am I doing this wrong? Because I think he's lying in the track by track. Because, like, before he says, why is it taking so long? He says, like, I'm oh, fucking, I'm a seed or whatever. I fall off far from the tree. Yeah. I've got to survive the winter, but, you know, Alice and Bree. Like, <laughs> great lyric, by the way. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Because he's, he's obviously bloomed. He's not a seed of anything at this point. Well, he unless is what he, okay. we're not talking about the band, which is why, again, I think okay. he's lying, right? A tiny seed trying to live through the frost. Why is it taking so long? Am I doing this wrong? So there's something nascent in his life, something new that he's like trying. You think he's got a new relationship? Maybe. Maybe he and Natalie fucking sleep in separate beds because everyone who sleeps in separate beds hates each other, right? And, <laughs> and maybe, I don't know, right? So maybe he's, he's taking a new lover. And yeah, maybe they finally decided to like open their relationship. Maybe. And they're both happy about that. They're excited I just, for this new chapter of their life. So and why a, and a little bit worried. And he can't find anybody to fuck, and she's found like 10, 10 people, people immediately. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'd take this long. <laughs> I'm on Hinge and Bumble. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's interesting. I just don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm baffled and delighted. I, I, this song delighted me more than it delighted wow. you. No, yeah. I've. Because it, it reopened that sense of mystery and okay. wonder okay. that I haven't felt in a long time. You know, I'm happy for you. I'm happy, <laughs> you, I'm happy you're able to find joy in this. I mean, it's it's a very it's a scant amount of joy. I am I don't love it. I think it's a boring song. It's just Ed doing a country riff. Yeah, I musically I hated this song. Yeah, like because he doesn't when he he does that thing where he goes da 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 da. He just does that five times. Sure. Yeah. And he's done it before in other songs on this album yeah and so that's like his new sort of like musical tick for this album he gets yeah. like one of those every album yeah before it was pandora he's <laughs> you're right those two songs and then so it's just this again and he does it he's done it on i think 
what fucking the, the, the two songs that uh, Ty mentioned. Uh, 50 for a while. And, yes. Uh, what we what do we need? need? Yeah. 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 And I don't know. It So it didn't, musically, it didn't hook me. I mean, it's a fine, if I had heard this song without hearing those other two songs, I would have been like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. But having heard those, taking it as an album, I fucking hated that. It's, it's hard. Yeah. And again, we are giving no fucking quarter to Ed in this album, right? We've given right. quarter to, I mean, you like to see the tower. I love to see the tower. But I at least. I liked coming up. I get. Or wake up. <laughs> wake up. I, I liked wake up too. But you didn't like just wait. No. But so, I mean, but I gave a little more. Wait, won't you, won't you wait? wait. <laughs> That's a great song. Um, I don't know. But there's, I mean, I, I out of all the Ed songs, I like 50 for a while. And I like this because it felt more like classic BNL to me. The harmonies, the ooze felt very classic okay. BNL. They're very tight. Um, I like the ending. It's got that dreamy key fade, got a drum roll, like cute little ending. There's just stuff in this song that is like likable and interesting, which is more than again. Yeah, you're right. Taken in context for the whole oeuvre sucks. Taken in context for this album, it's giving me something to look at, to think about. But it's like a deep album cut, right? It's a deep album cut. And I feel like that's the place you experiment a little bit. And Ed does not experiment. You're 100% right. does not step out of his comfort zone. He does not give us anything. 100% right. Yeah, that's true. So whereas Jim and uh, uh, Kev are still doing that. Kind of. Yeah, I would say like so. Like Jim musically and Kev, whatever fucking, because <laughs> Kev just writes about whatever he sees. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's just, there's there's one lyric in the song that made me really set up and take notice. The devil on my shoulder started grinning and saying, no, hold my beer. I mean, I thought that was, it's a it's a perennial classic, the hold my beer. But mixing it with the devil metaphor. Again, a lot of mixed metaphors <laughs> in this song. The devil's drinking beer. And I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I was in the clear Then the devil on my shoulder started grinning saying hold my beer Don't but that that lyric is interesting not the most interesting but that lyric is interesting because so much of this song feels like something is being inflicted upon Ed right like Something's happening to me. Something's happening to me. But that line, the devil on my shoulder, like feels like he's involved. Because when the devil's on your shoulder, it's telling you to do things. Mm -hmm. So Ed has done something in this scenario to make his own situation worse, right? So even in the whole song, I feel like we have a betrayal of the whole song feels like, if you look at it holistically, shit is happening to Ed. But then we get this one little line in there that's like, but maybe Ed is involved in making his own life bad somehow. Which made me think again, is this a Natalie song? Is this a Steve song? Speaking of a Steve song, I think the most interesting lyric in the whole song is, wasn't worth it for another song. I should have known better, wasn't worth it for another song. It wasn't good. What the fuck are you talking about? He did something for a song, right? Like, boy, this will make a good song one day. If I go out and fucking, you know. For me, that was a reference to like, because, you know, Music comes from pain. Art right. comes from pain. So I think that he is acknowledging there that he got good ideas from like the fucking friction that he experienced. Sure. Like, the mistakes he made led to interesting songs. And that might be why we're not having a good al- experience with this album is because they're not making mistakes anymore. They're not sure. fucking out there, you know, putting themselves out there doing shit and getting life experience. Yeah. They're just in that little holding pattern that they can they can easily support. Sure. But that's where the mystery comes in. Because clearly they did. 
something in here he fucked up i think he's just referring it to his past like it could be about the affair then where does the why is it taking so long? I don't understand how it ties in with the great. He has earth. another kid, okay? Uh, maybe. <laughs> why hasn't he found me yet? I watch him every day. Yeah. I'm waiting for him to notice his family resemblance to the guy who's saying one week. I don't know. I, I, I this whole thing is baffling to me, right? Like I just want to know more. I want I want the context. I want to know why the flag is the flag, right? I never solved that mystery, and every day since <laughs> I've woken up thinking about what is the flag. This is going to haunt my every dream. You are a little mystery boy. You like little puzzles. Give me a J.J. Abrams puzzle box every day. Love it. Love yes. Lost. I love. Give me Damon Lindelof. You love From. I love From. One of my favorite TV series of the past 10 years. From. Damn. MGM Plus is From. I will one day watch it, Ev. I'm sorry I haven't watched From yet. You know what? I've got nothing on the bill for 2024 yet. I'm going to watch From at school. Okay. Is it a school? Can I watch it at school? Well, it's very bloody. Okay. All right, that's fine. I don't right. care. Right. Cool. Can you watch it at school? Yes, you can watch it at school. <laughs> no one will stop me. No one's going to... Well, they might, actually. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just saw a lot of potential in this song, you know? Well, you're not graded on potential. You're graded on what you put on the page. <sighs> Is a boring story with no new ideas worse than a boring story with new ideas in it? Yes. This doesn't have new ideas. But maybe it does. You don't know what those ideas are. Okay. <laughs> a boring story that could have new ideas in it. Potential. Maybe Ed has been beaming out signals into the cosmos. And now he's like, why is it taking so long for the aliens to get back to me? Like, that could be. And that has delighted my cerebro. <laughs> but I, I like how much work you're doing. <laughs> I like how much heavy lifting you're doing. So much you're doing so much on Ed's behalf. I just want you to know that I see you. <laughs> thank you. I see you. Are you Ed? I would really love <laughs> for him to see I me. I see you. Oh, thank you, bud. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, I genuinely think that he, Ed, is not doesn't think he's lying to us. Ed is just saying what's in his brain. And this song just is so loosey-goosey with the with the metaphors and whatnot that it can be you can a smart person with a lot of background in the bnl history can apply it to a lot of different situations sure. yeah absolutely yeah you need to have it's that like, context yeah i mean it's, it's outside of context this is meaningless it's just a song about getting older right like of course it is That's yeah but i mean song. i think we have we have enough context right where we're just really we're so deep so deep i can't even see that i can't even see the surface anymore it's just blackness everywhere i look <laughs> it's, you are hundreds of feet down there yeah. fish down here man was never meant to know yeah. um yeah i don't know uh fucking kev's holding an accordion in the track by track but i don't hear one in the song did you hear an accordion in here no but i did not but i keep conflating this song musically with uh 50 for a while not 50 for all um what do we, we need? need yeah yeah which which has an accordion yes. so when i hear this song i hear ed singing the words to this song sure. to the music sure, to... sure i wonder if edward pond just took random visuals and put them into oh, this have to. track by track yeah he was he's real tired that day he was sick <laughs> oh i can't film any more hot dogs i've got to do more um you ready for sakers you, 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 YouTube cop, 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 comment of the week. That's right. One month ago, at Patrick Pellegrino said, almost had a folkish country sound. 
very simple song of humility about the vicissitudes of life. Ooh, vicissitudes. I was, hey, but Ed's not going to fuck you. <laughs> like, you didn't have to say vicissitudes. I don't know. It just sounded like he was doing what I was, which is making Ed sound yeah. smarter than he was. I always like to pair vicissitudes when I use it with vagaries. Oh, so I say vagaries and vicissitudes. That's good. That's a great combo. Really push that out. One there. and two, baby. Yeah. You use that a lot. Um, What else did you have about this song, Ev? What's the devil on Ed's shoulder look like? <sighs> See, I just picture the guy from Torchy's Tacos. <laughs> I don't know if that's appropriate or not. I assume he's a little taco devil, a little red guy with like short black hair. Okay. Maybe cutie. A cutie. Oh, he's a cutie. He's like a baby. He's got those he's got big blue eyes. Yes, maybe so. Oh, Ed, would you uh, hold my beer? Oh, do you want some home record queso? <laughs> oh, she's hot. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, uh I don't know. What do you think he looks like? Yeah, same. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, it has to look like Ed. It looks like a the bit, boy right? from A Boy and His Blob. <gasps> oh, and the angel looks like the blob from A Boy, boy and His, his blob. blob. And the, occasionally they'll toss jelly beans to one another. The old one or the new one? I the don't remake. Know. I loved I cosplayed from the remake. I cosplayed Boy and I sewed my own blob. He was so cute. Oh, he was? Did you have he little was... jelly beans? You have little jelly bellies? I did carry jelly bellies. Every with flavored me. jelly beans. That's right. I did do it. In the new one. Is Bernie Bots the best thing to come from Harry Potter? Is yes. Bertie Bots the best? <laughs> it sounded like you were doing a vocal warm up. Is Bertie Bots the best baker? Is Bertie Bots the best baker? <laughs> um, I would say the best thing to come from the Harry Potter universe is the ability to weed out people who put in their profiles hufflepuff or whatever because if you're still doing that in 2024 that's fair yeah i don't you're not somebody i want to be friends with or be romantic with um <laughs> what you was i really take advantage of a hufflepuff though oh well that's true if you say hufflepuff i will fuck with you because you seem like a good person that i can really scavenge a bunch of money from <laughs> you dumb shit you say slytherin i'm gonna try and buy your car <laughs> what the fuck Slytherins have cheap cars. Yes. It's part of their. knows that <laughs> Slytherins are cruel and mean. Um, but what's the uh... fastest wheels you've ever seen? Oh, that's right. I was going to say something random. I'm going to go back to Boydus Blob. For okay. Some oh, sorry. Go on. No, in the new one, the new one, 2009. Okay. Uh, they had planned to have a mechanic where you had to like make Blob happy, and they took it out. But they did leave it because you had to hug Blob every so often. And they took out all that mechanic because it was useless or whatever. But they kept in the hug button. Oh. So you can, every so often, you can, whenever you're standing by Blob, you can just press X and they'll give each other a big hug. And it's so fucking cute. Press X to hug. <laughs> yeah. Don't you wish you could do that in real life is just like hug people? <laughs> I, I get hugged. I hug and get hugged too much. Wow, really? Yeah, I'm not a physical contact guy. Okay. I should stop giving you a hug after every episode we do. <laughs> Okay. Hugging, a, hugging an ass grab. <laughs> hugging an ass now, see, grab. See, I'm there for the ass grab. The High hug, five, hugging though. an ass grab and a quick beer. Yeah. And so a, how'd you like that baby guitar solo? Uh, it's, or it's just like, this is something, right? This is bing, bing, bong, bong. I'm in the key. Yeah, it's too country for me. Am I doing this wrong? down on ed's country shit yeah there's a there's like a pedal steel guitar deep in the mix yeah. that i heard you know what i would like a banjo fucking kev plunking away on a banjo i think that would have that would have picked up this song for me you know what i would have liked a shamisen i would have just loved if you dropped a little fucking some japanese traditional instruments in this song why not a little shaku shaku flute. brother just off tempo just 
a woodblock and a guy going, yo, <laughs> and give me a steel drum and <laughs> give me, let's just go culture by culture. Any ethnic instruments. <laughs> Pick one instrument from each country. They're that, native. Umbira, whether they're like the African one that's like the metal raw, metal like things Oh you... yeah, yeah. The little piano, finger pianos. Yeah. yeah My yeah. cousin got one of those and I was playing with it for like, 10 minutes because you can only really play with it for 10 minutes until you build up like the thumb calluses necessary yeah. otherwise you cut the shit out of yourself yeah but it was cool yeah oh they're cool a hammer dulcimer <laughs> this song could have used all of those instruments and more i would have loved for it to be overstuffed what are those fucking flugel what's the what's the horn like that the germans blow like they were the yodeling guys the big, big, oh uh, i believe those are called ricolas <laughs> yes. are they not yes uh yeah. Uh, anything else you had about this song, brother? Hmm. I mean, is that like teensy bit of planetarium music at the end? Yeah, that's what I liked. I said I liked it. Dreamy key fade, a little bit mm-hmm. of planet. I love Kev. Give me, give me some Kev. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Ed, Ed really hits that appoggiatura like that. <laughs> and I really didn't like that very yeah. much. Um. Uh. I didn't know. I didn't remember what like good for the goose, good for the gander meant. Really. So. Yeah. It wasn't good for the gander nor the goose if you tug hard enough. Okay. Did you? Yeah. If it's good for a small part of the community, it's good for the whole community. It's for men and women, I think. Because a gander gander is a male goose, and a female goose is just called a goose. But that's not what it means. That's what Reddit said. Really? Yeah. I thought it was what's good for one is good for all in a scenario. It comes from what's sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander. So you can cook cooking, them the same. Yeah, cook them the same. Got you. Um, a, group, a group of geese is called a gaggle, right? What's a group of BNL fans called? Mm, a turgid? A turgid. A tumescent. <laughs> a I can't do it. Why is turgid the first word that always a enters flaccid. my brain? A flaccid. A group of BNL fans. Uh, it's called a wine mom. A wine mom of BNL. That's pretty good. Yeah. I believe it's called a millennia. A millennia. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I can't wait to grow up with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's be 40 together. You know, uh, you know what that, when the geese fly, something that I didn't know, uh, what they, that V formation they make mm-hmm. when they fly in the sky, you know what that's called? What? Skein. S-K-E-I-N. Like a skein of like fabric. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it comes from? Yeah, that's what it's called. I thought it was a skein. Is it a skein? Might be. I've never actually heard it said. Okay. How do you say the band's name? Is it steined or stained? Isn't stained S-T-A-I-N-E-D? Mm-hmm. Stained? I'm just asking you how to say it. Is it oh, steened? steened. <laughs> okay. Cool. All right. I love that band. All right. Um, so Did you say R.L. Steen or R.L. Stein or R.L. Stained? R.L. Stained. stained. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really go. lovely stained. Uh, all right. Um, cool. Ev, I think 1.5 speed. Well, yes. Just another Indigo Girls song. Okay. Not a um, bad thing. Yeah. It's over quicker. I love the Indigo Girls. Yeah. Give me some more of them. What are they doing nowadays? Cashing their Barbie checks. Oh, yeah. That's fucking right. Big part of the Barb. Good the job. Barbenheimer. Yeah, that was like... Were they in Oppenheimer too? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> did you see I... Oppenheimer? No. Neither did I. I, I want was... to. I'm not interested in the Oppenheimer anything. Uh, okay. Or the bombs or... The bo- I'm not interested in the bombs. I'm not. I know, neither am I, but I'm interested in Christopher Nolan and art. No. Okay, never mind. I'm interested in the well, scarecrow. The movies were all like swinging a miss for me. The Nolan movies? Yeah, they're fine. Are you kidding? I don't like superhero movies. Yeah, but you didn't like fucking Memento? Is that Christopher Nolan? I don't know. I, I, think like, it was. I like fucking Guy Pierce. Yeah, I, uh, Memento is great. 
I yeah, remember... I didn't say. I said the Batman movies were swinging a miss. Oh, I thought you said Christopher Nolan movies no. were swinging a miss. All right, never mind. No, the Batman movies were fine. Yeah, I, I, I like those. I liked Inception. I thought Tenet was one of the worst movies that I perhaps never seen Inception, never seen Tenet. You never saw Inception. That's I, I, I think me. the cultural moment passed. Like there was a moment where I'm like, yeah, I should probably watch Inception, and then I just didn't. I think it's probably still worth it. It's fun. Should I put on Inception tonight? We're doing. I'm doing movie night with the kid tonight because we didn't get to do it on Friday. Should I put? Should I just uh, queue up Inception? Uh, what's the rating Burr. on Inception? You think PG thirteen? Yeah, I, yeah. The we watched PG thirteen. We watched Killer Clowns and shit. Like yeah, it, it's two and a half hours. Okay, you can do it. I'm Sabrina can sit for two and a half hours. In for it. Okay. All right. Good, good for the goose. Good for the gander. That's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. So tell me about uh, vampires. Well, vampires are a uh, type of uh, supernatural or uh, biological uh, preternatural being that are... Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, I understand Maybe what you're Vampire movies. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes. This, of course, is about the 2023 movie El Conde, or The Count. Okay. Uh, it's a Chilean black comedy horror oh. film directed by Pablo Lorraine. Uh, stars Jaime Videl, Gloria Munchmeyer, okay. and Alfredo Casto. Uh, won Best Screenplay at the 80th Venice Film Festival. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it's on Netflix currently, which is how I saw it. Okay. Um, I love a guy named Alfredo. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Isn't see, great? That's great. I mean, that's the problem is like having a dish named after you. Yeah. Because I mean, Alfredo had, it's it's like Alfredo, chicken Alfredo or whatever the fuck it is. What's the dish? Yeah. And that's just Alfred's chicken or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. But now every, now it's gotten reversed. So like I, every I, Alfredo, they're going to think of that fettuccine Alfredo. For sure, you. sure. Uh, Caesar Milan, he just looks like a salad in my oh, head. Oh, man. What would this, what would Saker be? Oh, what's a saker? Hmm, that's a Bloody Mary with root beer instead of tomato juice. Oh, God. <laughs> it's root beer, hot sauce, a piece of celery, oh, some vodka. Look how masochistic you are. <laughs> what's an Evo? Oh, it's a uh, um, hamburger shot. <laughs> okay. Warm beef broth. Okay. Vodka. Okay. A little amuse bouche of ketchup and mustard. <laughs> Why are some. A touch of pickle juice. Number one, why are ours both alcoholic drinks? <laughs> that says something bad about us. Number two, why is yours less gross than mine? <laughs> you have a hamburger shot. It is bad. Remember, I made it for you once. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's right, because I wanted something savory. Yeah, I made you a savory <laughs> shot. It was that's right. not good. No, of course not. Okay, tell me more about uh, Pinochet. Pinochet. So, yeah, um, basically, the this, this is a retelling of the thing. Where, so, vampires... In this movie, vampires um, can, they grow old, but they can become young again by eating people's hearts. Okay. Uh, vampire hearts specifically will make you grow super I young. have suspended my be- okay. disbelief. Also, vampires can have kids. Can what? Have children. Okay. Like, you can you can marry a human woman or man and get pregnant and have a child that is a human. Okay. You just can't. Got it. Locked in. Great. All right. So, the year is 1789. <laughs> French Revolution is croping the globe. Uh-huh. We come in on our main character, the person who will become Pinochet. Uh, he is a French royalist soldier fighting in the revolution, so the bad guys. Um, he is discovered to be a vampire. Uh, his associates, fellow soldiers, try and kill him. He fucking fucks them up, eats their hearts. Um, he fights the rebels, the you know the populist rebels, the revolutionaries, okay. uh, in defense of the Ancien Regime. And he witnesses Marie Antoinette's guillotining. Okay. He steals her head, pickles it, keeps it with him. Jesus. Okay. It's not really a plot point, but it's there. Oh, that's cool. A little bit of world <laughs> building. I love that. So, um, after the French Revolution pops off, he flees the country because, you know, he's a royalist soldier. And he spends the rest, he spends the next, like, 
let's say hundred-ish years fighting um, on a, on, a, on behalf of oppressors everywhere. Sure. What's that? I'm just gonna angle that up to your mouth so okay. that you're actually speaking into the microphone. I want it. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. I want it. <laughs> now it's all fucked up. I'm sorry, but you you sound much better. Okay. So uh, yeah, so he's he's basically going across the globe fighting on behalf of a uh, oppressive you know royalist regime. So okay. he fights he fights against the Bolsheviks. So he ends up in Chile Chile in 1935 um, as a counter revolutionary um, and becomes a general uh, fighting his way up through the ranks and uh, basically overthrows the socialist regime and comes in charge of the country. We sort of like gloss over sort of the Pinochet excesses. So he's a kleptocrat who violates human rights and does tortures. And but the explanation is, oh, he's a vampire. He's been a vampire this whole time. He's a bad. Okay. He's a bad vamp. He's a bad vamp. So, um, at the end of his regime, he's sort of out of power. Uh, the people are starting to look into the excesses of his regime, and he fakes his own death. Um, hides out at a like remote farmhouse with his uh little butt buddy who is named fyodor who is a uh, vampire a bullshit a white russian okay um so the white russians were the ones who opposed the bolsheviks so they're like the guys who are like oh yeah we got to bring back the carfanias or whatever the fucking carfanias is an italian restaurant <laughs> isn't it <laughs> yes uh, whatever the uh, emperors the, the caravaggios the caravaggio the, uh... <laughs> Car-wash, the <Benganzos. laughs> he's living on the farm uh cut to like 2016 oh so wow. he's got a wife. Jesus. It's uh, a big jump. Yeah. He's been living on. He, he's very old now because he hasn't been like re- renewing himself. He's been, he hasn't been eating hearts. He's very old. He's sort of losing his will to live. His wife is concerned. His newest wife. Um, his children are concerned that um, the reason they're concerned is because he's getting so old that he's forgotten where he buried all of his loot. And oh. they want him to die and like, you know, get the all the money he stole. Right. From the people of Chile. So, um, and then Fyodor, his, his, but, his butler now. Long story short, um, everyone's worried. Fyodor is like, I gotta, get, I gotta fix this guy. So he goes on this killing spree and uh, grabs a bunch of hearts to feed to Pinochet. Pinochet's like, I don't want no hearts. And uh, so everyone's really concerned. The, the, the um, un- Ostensibly, the children are concerned about their inheritance. So they hire a, uh, um, and the fact that their father's a vampire. So they want him to like, they want to find out where the gold is buried. They want him to die so they can get their inheritance. Who's got the gold? Uh, uh, Augusto Pinochet. Okay, got it. <laughs> so, um, and then they hire a Catholic nun who's doing the role of like Father Benatelli in this one where he's like, a, she's like an exorcist. So they want to exercise like the vampire out of him and then kill him okay. so that he dies, but not before they find out whether they, so she's like a nun auditor. This seems complicated. It is. It is. Um, so anyway, uh, they go and through her name is carmen they go in uh she starts to audit uh she gets closer and closer to the vampire guy uh she tries to kill him but actually is overwhelmed by his vampire powers they end up fucking he turns into a vampire uh fyodor is frustrated because well he finds out that fyodor and lucia his wife are having an affair doesn't seem to matter to them but it matters to him um and this is the fucking crazy part the whole thing is narrated by a british woman Uh like so she's like coming in and you find she shows up and she is his mother she is a was a British woman in the early 1700s. She was in like a war. She got bitten by a Strigoi vampire while she was pregnant. So okay. this Augusto Pinochet is basically a blade. Okay. Um, and uh, she she shows up now and says like, <coughs> gives him the whole life story. And this woman is Margaret Thatcher. Okay. <laughs> what? Margaret Thatcher, the British Prime Minister uh-huh. from 70, 1979 to 1990. Okay. So just hits on that sort of like conservative counter-revolutionary thing like you know the 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 
pine nut doesn't fall far from the pine tree. Sure. Is what Ed was saying, essentially. Okay. Uh, so anyway, she's like, you, this woman's trying to kill you. You need to kill her. He's like, I don't want to kill her. So the, the nun runs away. And then uh, Lucy and Fyodor and the kids try, finally try to, they're like, fuck this. They try and kill him. He saws off Fyodor's head with a saw and uh, stakes Lucia. And, Great. Uh, then uh, eats, she, he and Margaret Thatcher eat their hearts. They regenerate and they uh, fuck off to some new life. Wow. And the kids are left to sift through the ashes to try and find Pinochet's gold. Good for them. Wow. So Pinochet and Thatcher are in a romantic relationship at the end? No, they're mother and son. Mother and son. Right. Okay. Which I doesn't lost, preclude romance. I lost them. the thread. Well, sure. When you're a vampire, it barely matters. Barely matters. Right. I mean, but you are a vampire who can fuck and get fucked and make kids though so that that complicates things. to be able to fucking get fucked <laughs> truly one of life's greatest joys but it'd be like it'd be like if you could have okay so it's you're you're you and That's you can true. have sex with uh animals okay great and have like dog babies okay but they're only gonna live 11 years uh-huh. 12, 13 years so you can have as many of them as you want but i can change them into humans by biting them in the neck yes, yes. okay yeah. well, so they you're special ones. i could change a dog into everyone has a special one uh, yeah, I mean, but but in that culture, well, I guess it's not normalized. Well, in vampire culture, it might be normalized to have dog babies, right? I, I we don't only, we only see Margaret Thatcher, Fyodor, and uh, um. That's very. It's a very bottle. Yeah, it movie. is. It is. It is interesting. Okay, sounds great. So, how is it like? So the nut doesn't fall far from the tree. I told you. Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering if there's any more links besides oh, yeah. the. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, the devil on the shoulder is Margaret Thatcher. Uh huh. Um, telling Pinochet to kill his his lover slash nun slash whatever. Um, just a villain with no one to harm. Like Pinochet's thing is he wants to do it all over again. He wants to, he, he's tired of the life he had. He feels like he's had a bad life. He's just been a bad guy in every situation. Um, I think that's, that sort of resonates with Ed, but also Ed, I don't think Ed is a very deep songwriter anymore. If he ever was. Oh my God. No. I mean like, but pinch me is fucking deep. Yeah. I wonder how much of Pinch Me he wrote and how much was a band contribution that he sang. I don't know. Hard to say. Good for the goose, good for the gander. Margaret Thatcher and fucking right. Augusto Pinochet are, are in uh, bed together. And if you talk hard enough, any heart will come loose. Oh, interesting. So they got to they gotta eat those hearts. This, uh, what's even more is that, you know, the whole song is kind of framed like a movie, mm-hmm. right? Like if, you know, if it was up to me, I'd take the whole thing back before the opening credits roll, we'd just fade to black, right? So is Ed saying here that he and wants... El Conde is shot in monochrome, so black and white. Really? Mm-hmm. So Ed is kind of saying here that he want, he wishes that he hadn't seen El Conde because it changed his <laughs> view. Like, oh, yeah. I, I'm just curious. I think so, yeah. Interesting. In what bad way do you think El Conde affected ed in what negative way i mean i think he saw himself in augusto pinochet sure oh my god that's true the dictator of the band yes wow and he doesn't he doesn't remember where he's hit his eight million dollars <laughs> oh no little lyle and kyle oh they're gonna be fucking lyle and kylie lyle and kyle <laughs> lyle and kylie jenner um yeah okay that makes sense uh is there a high-speed chase in this movie it seems no. like a slow quiet movie uh for the most part yeah okay it gets pretty bloody at points but oh. yeah do you watch all the movies that you... No. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. I watch most of them. Most of them I've seen. But Did yeah. you see this? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Months ago. But okay. Yeah. I'm proud and happy. Thank you for I saying I think you're that. great. Thank you. Uh, I think that you do a really great job on this podcast. And I you know what? You... I'm glad I have you. <laughs> all right. Time to judge the merits of this song's heart. 
as usual, we judge the merit of this song's heart on a rating scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more bare naked this song is, the more pure and just its heart. The more clothes this song is wearing, the more impure and punishing we should be to its heart. Uh, as usual, Ev, we start with you. How clothed is this song? The year is 2023. The day, October 14th, 2023. We have just reviewed the song... What do we need? Okay. I have given my rating of what do, you, what do we need. Is that when the episode came out or when we recorded it? I don't know. We didn't do anything in October, in fact. We took all of October off in order to just record. So, yes, we were recording, recording it. it. Yes, sure. I have just given my rating. Great, great, great. Whatever it is, let's just edit it in here. Okay. Now I am also wearing a purge mask. <laughs> okay, great. That's my rating for this song. I fucking hated this song. Wow. It was just nothing. It was just so aggressively nothing. And actually... I'm wearing a purge mask, but Saker and my co- my lovely co-host Saker goes, is, is it purge day already? And I say, oh, oh, no, no. I just like wearing the mask. And you're like, well, I like to see your beautiful face. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I take the mask a little bit off because okay. you brought me around a little. I like how much you like this song. Thank you. Um, do I like this song? Because for me, this song, <laughs> my head, and then around it, just a box, right? And then you look, and my head is sticking out of this huge box, and the box just has a big question mark on it. And J.J. Abrams is there, and he says, What do you think? What do you think? Step up, see inside. You can see what's inside the mystery box for yourself. What is he wearing? Is it a full clown suit? Is it a Sonic the Hedgehog onesie? Is it uh, filled with fire ants? You can make it out for yourself. Step right up, 25 cents. So people are stepping Two up. Two bits. They're paying 25 cents. They're looking inside. And what's inside is a light so blinding that people are walking away <laughs> with their eyeballs burnt out. Who knows what I'm wearing? So, the... you well, up, I don't you, know why. Uh, you walk up to people... that tent. Yeah. And you just <laughs> see like a bunch of people like stumbling. <laughs> <laughs> and yet that's part of the. And yet that's... they persisted. Brother, it's part of the Doomhouse mystique and they've got it in spades. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man. It's it's it is. I don't know. If I like this song or not. And I will never know until J.J. Abrams removes the mystery box. And I know if this is about an affair or about Steve or about nothing or about his sons or about the band. And he was just really bad at writing lyrics or I don't know. I maybe don't know. maybe like Lost. It's the it's the, all the mysteries we met along the way. They look inside the box and it's just black smoke inside. That's my body. Yeah. I'm the smoke monster. Yeah. I'm the MIB. And half of them are evil and there's a light and dark thing and flash, you flash oh, sideways. The candidates. I love Lost so much. I wish they'd make a Lost again. Wouldn't that be great? Just a shot for shot remake, <laughs> remake. with different actors. Yeah, Same script. Great. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> If what can't you wait for to drop into the public domain? Oh, yeah, because we just got the Steamboat Willie. We just got Steamboat Willie. It's interesting because Steamboat Willie is considered a legally distinct character from Mickey Mouse, right? So it's the implication is that they are two different people who both exist within Disney canon. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. I mean, it's Mickey Mouse, right? Or is it? When does Mickey Mouse go into public so domain? This guy's name's Willie. That's First true. of all. The... Cartoon- I don't think Mickey Mouse has ever been on a steamboat. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Wow. Okay. So, all right. Steamboat Willie. Um, I can't wait until we get 
Pac-Man in the public domain. Can you imagine? Ooh. One pizza slice taken out. Oh my God. There's going to be so many Pac-Man pizzerias. There's oh, going to be... So yeah, we're going to have a lot of video... Yeah, honestly, video games in general, when more video game characters come in, because I love crossovers. Crossovers mm -hmm. are my favorite thing on Earth. So when we can start including Pac-Man in the latest Yakuza game, <laughs> when we can start including Pac-Man in Undertale 2... Boy, I'm in for a penny. I, know, and a I pound. feel like Pac-Man is kind of ubiquitously including a lot of stuff anyway already. I don't think so because he's copyrighted by Namco Bandai. I know, but like he shows up in a lot of stuff. Well, what is he? In? Smack Brother. Smack Brother. But they, he was he was licensed. Uh, isn't there? There's got to be one where someone's being chased by a Pac-Man. There's like a hundred of those. You get fucking sued into oblivion. Oh, uh, Wreck-It Wreck Ralph. Isn't Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, maybe. But again, licensed. I, mean, I know. It costs but... money. Imagine if any Joji or Sally Sue can just go ahead and take Pac-Man and throw him in a fucking romantic comedy. You know? Oh, what if yeah. Adam Sandler stars across from Pac-Man in Who's Dating Jim? A new... Who's Dating Jim? <laughs> A new romantic comedy by the creator of Uncut Gems, Benny Safdie. Oh my god, you'd love to see it, wouldn't you? <sighs> would, would, I would. And this is what I'm fucking talking about. It'd be hard about. to make out with Mr. Pac-Man. <laughs> you call him Mr. Pac-Man. Well, obviously. I think we should call her Pac-Man and him Mr. Pac-Man. Well, I do not like the, like, your partner uses your full name as their name. Which is a mis like, like a Mrs. Saker boob. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh yeah. Like oh. That's, that's like an old, well, old timey thing. His last name is Pac-Man. His first name is Gravity. Gravity? <laughs> Gravity. Gravity Pac-Man. How's that spelled? G-R-A-E, the little A-E, sort of oh, the yeah. Roman, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vitty. It's old English. Yeah. V-I-T-T-I-E. Eter Eternus. Eternus. Gravity. Eternus. Uh, yeah, so, oh yeah, I mean, she's Victoria Pac-Man. Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. Then. Well established. That's fair. That's in fair. Pac-Man lore. Um, what well, can't you wait to come into the PD? Please. Truthfully or just the jokes? Uh, truthfully. Uh, like fucking Hobbit. Or you can't wait? When? Yeah. I feel like that's older than Steamboat Willie. No, no, no. It's from the 50s. So it's like... Or 50s and 60s. So it's like 2030, I think, is when it comes in. Wow, that's a long time. Are you going to write a Frodo story when it comes into... I fucking care about Frodo. I want to write a Bilbo, baby. Okay, you're going to write a Bilbo story? I'm already writing it. Are you really? Yeah. In preparation for 2030? Yeah. That's just fan fiction. I want to read the... Yeah, it is. I want to read The Hobbit to my kid, but I don't want to read The Hobbit. Yeah. Are you going to do uh, The Hobbit, but the Bs are twos? Are you going to write yeah. the sequel to The Hobbit? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to three Ts at the end. <laughs> okay. And they're turned a little bit, so they look Triple like Triple T, X's. way to be. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. Taverns, Travels, and Tess. Ev, Triple T. That's right. Taverns, Travels, and Tess. That's, of course, the actual play podcast hosted by Cliff B. Oh, of course. Cliff B, the funniest guy in the universe. Cliff B takes these three little dumb shits through a, a little tavern based on Guy Fieri. You'll, of course, love to listen to episode four, the Grill Arc Clip Show. A recap of what the gang has done through episodes one through three. It's a recap of the first three episodes. How long are the episodes? We had like seven hours. Oh need, uh, God! How long is how long is this episode? Eight this minutes. Episode is an an hour. Okay. So it's an hour. I hope every three episodes, the next episode is just like, and listen, we know you didn't listen to the last three episodes. And I gotta do my. When did it come out? Uh, this came out. December 21st, 2020. Oh, 2020. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> um, this 
This is so confusing. Episode 4. This episode is a recap of what the gang has done through episodes 1 through 3, formally 2 through 4. <laughs> what the fuck does any of that mean? You know, clearly lost. Okay, alright. Clear up. And did I get too lost? They call me the cake boss. <gasps> what if the song's about Buddy Velastro? Oh, uh, cake uh, boss. <laughs> I'm coming! And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, guys. Now's the time and in the girls. show when we spurn this big bonger. Oh, uh, I gotta warm it around. Here we go. Hello, city. Hey. This track is the theme song to a muni- municipality or state. What city and why? Uh, what municipality is like... Clearly lost. From. The from town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, okay. Uh, um, it could be the lost island. It could be any of those. You're clearly on the NBC's Lost. It's clearly lost. It's clearly <laughs> lost. <laughs> it's right there in the fucking title. We need to spin again. That was too easy. All right. All right. Also, come on now, now. Come on now, now. Enjoy the humor of the Joker movie. Find a line from the song and treat it as a riddle. What's the hypothetical answer to this riddle? So, Ev, here's my question for you. Why does it take so long? Am I doing this wrong? (laughs) (laughs) There's no context around this riddle. Why does it take so long? Am I doing this wrong? Mm -hmm. We picked a band that was still extant fuck this is about us yeah why is this taking so long yeah are we doing somebody our good friend of the show rick todd farson uh when we had nick weiger on the show uh two weeks ago now uh he posted up on the doughboys group on facebook like hey nick weiger guested on this episode because he's a great guy and he's advertising our pod for Mm -hmm. free what a sweetie and somebody in the comments said that show is still happening So they probably got with us when Mitch was on in season two, listened to an episode, and now fucking 14 seasons and three years later, we're still talking about the bare naked ladies. ladies. Why is this taking so long? <laughs> I thought we would be done by now. Wrong. Uh, all right. Great answer. Uh, you ask me a riddle. It wasn't good for the goose or, or the gander or the goose. If you tug too, if you hug hard enough, what will come loose? Not good for the gander, not good for the goose. If I tug hard enough, what will come loose? I think the goose is dick. (laughs) Right? It's not good for the goose if it comes off. Certainly not good for the gander, because a goose's job is certainly to propagate. Uh, And, uh, yeah, tug hard enough, it comes right loose. Or the amulet that the goose's parents gave him when he was just a child and said said one day that he's the true king of britain (laughs) he can draw the sword from the stone yes yes. accidentally fell yes it's fucking dumbass we we carried it there and then we accidentally just set it down and it kind of went into the tile and now we can't fucking get it (laughs) out get it out any rock damn it you put it in there i told you not to set excalibur down stupid stupid ass um we are of course referring to the 1997 Catherine Heigl movie, Prince Valiant. 97? Yeah. Looked like shit for 1997. That's when fucking Jurassic Park came out. like fucking, out. it was Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Yeah. Like oh. that level of. Um, bad movie. Bad movie we watched last night. Movie. You and me. Yeah. Tough, tough because it had such a good cast. Uh, Heigl. Willow. Uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. Udo Kier. Kier. Yeah. It was a good. Uh, Prince Valiant, based on the Sunday comic. The woman from Abfab. 
Oh, yes, that's right, as uh, Morgana Le Fay, right? Yeah. yeah, that's why Saker has been talking about the Grail all day. <laughs> Shut up about the fucking Grail. About that grail. The blood of Christ. <laughs> Jesus was just a carpenter. The penitent man Song kneels. Grail. Uh, all right, you know that's where the word Grail comes from, is Song Grail? No. <laughs> well. What's that mean? Um, re- real uh, King's Blood. King's Blood. <laughs> Does it mean that? King's, King's Blood. <laughs> All right, hope we answered your question, Wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Now's the time to take a question from our friends, our fans. I'm not going to keep the show going until you say it. What? Say what they are. No. Our sexy. They get to decide what they are. Okay. Our friends, our fans, fill in the blank. Great. Okay. This is a question from our friend, Maeve. 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 Is it M E M A V E or M A B? M A E V E. Oh, that's nice too. Maeve. Uh, what's the best name for a BNL cover band? Great question, Maeve. Great yeah. question. Now I know there is a band, of course, in New York fully, called Fully Clothed Gentlemen. Fully Clothed Gents. That's right. Yes. Um, is that the best name that you can do for a BNL cover we band? Also have, we also have our E Girls vaping. E Girls vape, but that's not a BNL cover band. That's the band that BNL becomes, uh, okay. right? Yeah. Yeah, they rebrand as E-Girls Vaping. Yes. So if I am a BNL cover band, what do I need to indicate? What makes a good cover band name? Is it always a pun? It doesn't have to be. Because like, what's like, there's like a Guns N' Roses cover band called like Weapons and Flowers, right? Does oh. it always have to be like synonyms? Daggers and tulips. Because antonyms is what Fully Clothed Gents is. So what would be synonyms for bare naked ladies? That would be... Um, so, so bare and naked are basically the same word. Bare naked, yeah. So how about... Well, I mean, they are one word. It's all one word. Bare naked. Yeah. Bare naked. Yeah. Birthday suit queens. <laughs> no, that's not there. Hold on. What if it's... Um, Unclothed women. Enclothed? Unclothed. Unclothed women. That's just boring. I know. What if we called it Guns and Roses? What if... <laughs> What if we just lied? <laughs> Can you do that? I think it's... Can be, you lie? Yes. <laughs> the best name for a piano government would be... It's not Bare Naked Ladies, a triple X cover band. <laughs> name it like you would name not a Not your mama's ladies. Not your mama's ladies. Not your not your wine moms. Could you do it after? All people want to hear is one week. So you call the cover band Seven Days. <laughs> Could you do that? You dress as the ring girls. Yeah. The name of the, the, name of the cover band is Sadako Voice, colon, Seven days. <laughs> That's not a bad name for a BNL cover band. And yeah, the concert starts. There's just a single phone on the starts to ring, starts yes. to ring, and it'll keep doing it till someone walks up on stage and uh-huh. picks it up. Uh huh. And then they get possessed. Oh, it's always me. Who? It's I'm. I'm a plant in the audience. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and then static comes on the back screen. Yes. You see the band slowly crawling towards you. Oh, they all come out on stage in matching Sonico yes! outfits. That fucking rule. And throw the first pitch at the Junichi Dragons game. <laughs> I actually fucking love that. If it was a ring-themed Naked Ladies cover band. Yeah, that kicks ass. Well, that'd be cool because they, like, they could do the, like, the Gupta Media could really pull off a ring video. Oh, like, for sure. Like, Easy like, peasy. Oh, yeah, you just want weird art stuff? Yeah. Like, like just... mildly disturbing art stuff? Yeah, I could do that. None of it has to tie together? It's just like random, like scary like, shit? Uh, a horse? Is that a thing? <laughs> a fucking goddamn <laughs> a fucking horse shit! Uh, yeah, okay. Well, we've fucking nailed it. Sonic Voice, seven days. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that rules. Well, Maeve, hope we answered your question. Oh, Ev. 
Huh. We can't stop doing great episodes. I know. It's just another one. We left <laughs> out of the fucking park. You deserve three kisses after this one. Oh, thank you. You deserve a hug. A big, big, oh, big hug. As long as you give me that ass grab, I'm in. Yes, sir. Um, Ebo, what do you got going on in your life? Whew, it's a busy. It's been a busy 2024 for me. So Already? Far. Yeah. The furnace went out. Oh, that's right. So yeah. not good busy. Not, it, it is what it is, right? You, had, you threw a fantastic New Year's brunch. Yeah. You threw a fantastic uh, Council of the Fist. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's all you've out, done. Yeah, coming out hot. It's, it's been, been one it's week. Been, it's, it's been one week. <gasps> <You're right. laughs> so yeah, it's been uh, 2024 coming out of the gate. I have every weekend in 2024 at least one event, but usually two events going on, which is fucking wow. A lot You're of all shit. All scheduled out. Completely. Yeah, all all the way. Oh, not 2024. I meant January. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would be a lot. Oh my god. I'm like, <laughs> wow. You're together to have your schedule planned that fucking December? far in advance and pack your schedule with. <laughs> I'm at January. I've got nothing for Feb. I got oh, one of them. Nice. I can't wait to see you in Feb. Ah, uh, me too, bruh. I will intentionally schedule some uh, some fisting time. Me and you getting fisted. That's right. See, the trick is you put the hand in and then you make the fist. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it's too. Yeah, yeah. You got to do the aerodynamic, the peregrine right. falcon. You got a falcon in. Tobias from Animorphs just getting on in there. Yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> All what right. do you got? What do you got? Go what on. am I plugging? Yeah, what are you plugging? What are you plugging in 2024? Fucker. My album is coming out eventually. Okay. Uh, I have a show in August <laughs> that I can't talk much about yet, but clear your schedule. Oh, it's going to be a big one. August 10th, I think. It's going to be a big like one. That. You got some big, big it's names It's not going to be a big one. My friend's been in a band for 15 years now. They're doing a big 15th anniversary show, and they wanted us to open for him, so we're doing Ooh, that. nice. I, I don't fucking know. Who cares? I don't even think there's a venue yet. He's just like, we're going to do it, so we're doing it. Cool. I'll probably book us something. Yeah. I'll let you know. You should be at the Ravari Room. You should be at... Dirty Dungarees. Pizza. I would love to be at Showbiz Pizza. That would be a blast. Just for me. knock those fucking animatronics off the stage and go crazy. That'd be great. Um. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I wish you the best. I wish you continued success. I wish you the best. I wish you would shut up. <laughs> I say good day. <laughs> I'm Sager. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one week. week. Mm.